Welcome back to In the Moment. I'm Lori Walsh. As we gear up for awards season for television and film, we also look back at a challenging year in the film industry. Many independent film festivals, however, are moving forward, often with pandemic precautions in place. Chris Van Ness is executive director of the Black Hills Film Festival and owner of Crow Ridge Productions. Chris, welcome back to In the Moment. Thanks for being here. Hi, Laurie. It's great to be back. It's been a year. It's been a year already, and what a year it's been, right? <laughs> oh, no kidding. It's <laughs> crazy. And yet here we are, the Black Hills Film Festival goes forward and uh, with some changes this time. Tell us a little bit about what you have in store as far as, you know, people attending and, and getting those passes and tickets. Well, this year we're going totally virtual. So everything will be online. We won't have any live screenings in theaters. And we did that just to make sure everybody was safe. We've got a little ways to go here until this thing is over, and we just want to make sure everybody's safe. So what we've done is partnered up with Film Festival Flicks, which is a, chan- a streaming channel partner, and we've put the whole festival up on that channel, and people can go to our website to get logged in and get their tickets, and or they can go to Film Festival Flicks and select Black Hills Film Festival, and get their their logins and their tickets there. A totally different experience, not necessarily a bad experience, though, because you can expand, uh, you know, who can participate in some ways. Are you looking forward to some of the opportunities here as well as the challenge? Because, honestly, we'd all rather be in the theater, but <laughs> or many right. of us would rather That's be in the, the theater, I guess. Situation. Yeah. That's the ideal situation, but um, we've, we've kind of, been toying about this idea for years now is that in order to get more um, viewership and get our South Dakota films out there to the world, we needed to expand our platform. And so by going with this virtual festival, we've been able to double the number of films because now we don't have as as many time constraints or venue constraints. We've also been able to interview filmmakers from all over the world and put their Q&As online. You know, before they'd come to the festival, we'd get maybe 15 or or so filmmakers that would actually show up and we could do Q&As. But now we we did them on Zoom. I think we have over 35 Q&As with filmmakers, and they have their whole teams with them sometimes. They're directors, producers, actors, the whole crew. So it's fun. And we've also had seminars. We've We've got four seminars now this year instead of the normal one or two. Tell me a little bit about some of the films that you'll be screening, particularly films with that strong South Dakota connection. Uh, Sure. We have, uh, let's see, nine. We have nine South Dakota films this year, and we have seven Native American films, so quite a a number of films um, that are, you know, of interest to our area. The South Dakota films, we've got some funny little shorts. We've got some really interesting documentaries. Um, they're, they're all really good good films, and I think people are going to enjoy them. Those films, then, will be shown to the world. We've already had tickets sold mm-hmm. in Finland and Switzerland and you know, places we, we wouldn't normally get these films out to. 
Yeah. Do you have uh, an early favorite for yourself that uh, you really think people ought to make sure to tune into? I know it's like picking your favorite child, but <laughs> uh, something <laughs> right. that you just think yeah. might catch on. Yeah. Well, there's um, on Friday and Saturday, we have three of our best film award winning films. Um, two of them are on Friday. One's the best feature and that's called Woman of the Photographs. That's uh, a Japanese film. It's a very interesting concept about people changing their appearance through photographs. And, um, you know, I guess it goes back to this online dating thing where people try to be something mm. that they're not. <laughs> and the other one is My Dear Mother, and that's from Finland. And it's um, a very interesting story about a a girl who's in an orphanage, but she's not an orphan. And um, that that whole story unfolds about how she really does have a family somewhere, but that because of the social norms, they can't keep her. So it's a interesting. very interesting documentary. All right. So the Q&As with filmmakers and, and seminars for people who are interested in making films, who maybe have, uh, you know, gone through this pandemic and found a new hobby or they're professional filmmakers trying to get to the next level. Um, what's uh, what's in it for them? Uh, we have four seminars. Um, there's one that's called the GPS for filmmakers, which kind of gives you all the things you need to know to get going as a filmmaker, things to keep in mind, and that's by Lee Chambers. He's out of Canada. And then for people who are a little bit more experienced, we have a Sean Covell seminar about um, pitching, pitching your film and getting investors and, and getting the money you need to make you know, a, a bigger production. And then we have two local filmmakers, South Dakota filmmakers, who just share their ideas and their uh, on how to make a low-budget film in South Dakota and just get it out there. Just just make the film. And and that's really an exciting seminar with Ryan Hall, who's a local producer. He's done several films, and some of them now are in distribution. And then the other one's by Tracy Malex, who's a, he owns a grip company here, and he, tell, he has a C-SPAN seminar, which is kind of a fun little seminar on you know the tools of the trade what do you need this for a c-stand to set up for holding oh. things and lights and all that kind of stuff so that's a fun seminar oh. interesting um for you as you put all this together um and you, you know you you see a lot of films you you know talk with the filmmakers you help make decisions um what do you think about the industry right now going forward from the pandemic uh, more creative than ever, damage that we're going to have to crawl out of? What are some of your thoughts in our remaining 30 seconds about uh, the state of film in the world right now, post-pandemic? Well, I think for the, for the big film companies, it, it has changed a lot. They're, they're hurting. But for the independent filmmaker, I think that this is actually an opportunity to shine because we've always done it with only two or three people, and we've done it out in the wild, and we've, you know, we have no no tools, no constraints, and people are getting more and more creative. And so I think it's really offered the independent filmmaker a, a place to shine and to continue working on their passion. You can find more information at blackhillsfilmfestival.org. Chris Van Ness, executive director of the festival, has been my guest. Chris, nice to talk to you again. Thank you. Thank you.